Capri 2. So here we are again, another After the Mic Drops episode, talking about the wonderful Ehab. Absolutely. The podcast that you did with him. Yeah, what a guy. So Ehab, I mean, he's worked for some big companies, mm. Johnson & Johnson, PepsiCo, and now he's a, he's a, a regional TA director at um, at Delivery Hero. Still a big brand, obviously not. As yeah, not as. Yeah, I think he he would refer to Delivery Hero as a startup from from the companies he's been at before. But really good episode, um, and we managed to talk about some really interesting topics. Um, we went through OKR setting, um, particularly relevant when you're looking at like changes in expectations. Um, we have just uh, launched our own OKRs internally, haven't we? We have, yeah. Shout out to Lattice um, for that. But um, we sponsorships uh, are available. Lattice sponsorships are available for the eleven viewers that that we currently have. Um, and it, you know they're probably all going to buy Lattice. So let's let's definitely get a couple of couple of hundred grand on the sponsorship there. Um, but yeah, setting expectations. Um, uh, was quite an interesting conversation with Ehab. I think expectations vary company to company, yeah, of course. Uh, depending on size. And he was talking a little bit about, you know, going from Johnson and Johnson, PepsiCo to Delivery Hero. When when you're talking to somebody internally about things need to be quick, that's a 24 month turnaround in PepsiCo. Yeah. Whereas quick in a startup is tomorrow. Yeah. Yesterday. It, yesterday. And uh, Delivery Hero is somewhere in between, so it might be in a month or so. But your, your uh, assumption of expectations need to... You, you, having that conversation and having good OKR practices is uh, is obviously going to make the difference when you're moving different companies. Um, he also said something a little bit interesting that I particularly found um, was that 50% of FTSE 100 companies have a decentralized TA. Yeah. I would not have would never have guessed that because we were talking a little bit about networking and um, specifically, you know, we do a lot of external networking because yeah. you're a small company, but in some of those larger businesses with a completely decentralized TA, you spend most of your time internally networking. Yeah, of course. Your internal personal brand is, is potentially more important than your external. Lewis Milford, uh, uh, our first ever um, podcast guest, he said exactly the same. I think at the time, probably been hacked down now, but at the time there was a thousand people in the Microsoft TA team. So he often would spend all of his time in, from a networking capacity internal. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy when you think of these big FMGC, these big conglomerates, the amount does that mean? Fast moving consumer goods companies? Sick. Yeah, I knew that. No, doesn't it? That. Yeah, yeah, no. That's what I was like. I was testing you. Let me know in the, uh, <laughs> with the comments. You know, about that I was testing you. But, uh, so you got it right. Well done. Yeah, like big big producing cust um, companies. So you've got a thousand people in that TA team. Mm -hmm. The churn rate mm -hmm. is going to be huge anyway. Huge, yeah. So you're always, you've never been not right ticked. I've met everyone. I know ex I know all these a thousand people. You're consistently doing it. Yeah. yeah. So your profile building is it's almost constant, right? Yeah. Every day you're trying to build your profile, educate people to how you work. It's it's a never-ending cycle of... It's it's interesting because I think when you're in that position, how how much attention should you give to your external personal brand 
because typically only you only start investing in that when you need a new job. Yeah, true. But actually, you know, it's going to be beneficial for your career, for your wider network, potentially even for your internal network if you've got a better external brand. Yeah. Um, and then you haven't got to sort of jump into uh, to sort of a panic mode to building a brand externally when you when you need a new job or when you're interested in looking at a new career. I think when you're if you're working in a business the size of those businesses we spoke about with Ehab, then your internal brand and your external brand are almost the same. Yeah, yours. Yeah. You're not. It's not a business like ours when we know everybody inside out and we know how yeah. people act and we know their brand and we know their values and their morals and yeah, yeah. stuff. Whereas if you're doing that, if you're trying to do that for a thousand people in a TA team, it's not the what. It's not. Doesn't even include the wider business. Just, like, imagine how crazy that would be. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope one day that we ha we uh, are a thousand people, and uh, we have to spend that much time in, in networking internally. Um, the the last thing that that we sort of everyone gets to ask a question, and Ehab's question was, what what comes first, or what's more important, performance or results? Yeah, I saw that. It's quite an interesting, interesting question from um, Ima, isn't it? And what do you focus on? Do you focus on performance, which then ultimately drives results? Would you focus on the results and allow people to figure figure out themselves out to to get them? I don't know. Mm. I mean, you could debate this like chicken and egg, isn't it? But yeah. I think it would for me that would ultimately depend on the business size, right? Like we at the moment, business of our size, we need results. Yeah. Anything has to deliver a result, an outcome, right? So whether it's Wreckfest or whether it's a campaign or whether it's meetings in Berlin, that yeah, any spend needs to be associated to some kind of Results. ROI, yeah. So almost the performances of how we got those results isn't as important right now. But yeah. for bigger businesses, I think you can focus on that continuous improvement. And I think focusing, you're absolutely right. If you focus on performance, the outcomes will come. Yeah, yeah. The results will come. Yeah. But you're you're focusing on becoming the best at that those little those little things that drive the the the, the results at the end of the day. Well, you'd hope that it'd be cyclical, right? That your results would then impact your performance next time you do it. It's like constantly, you're constantly evolving, right? Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? That's our view. Mm. Well, listen to the podcast and find Ehab's view. Yeah, exactly that. Good. Last plug that. So who's next? Who How is next? Great question. Um, so we uh, we filmed a bunch in, in the day in Berlin, um, had a whole roster of guests. You've just ruined the illusion that they're recorded like every yeah no they're, they're dev we record them all separately um, but it would be kind of awkward because we're in the same thing and everyone what producer so, Rosie didn't make you producer, take different sets of clothes no producer Rosie wasn't thinking that far ahead because she was dealing with broken equipment oh dear um, however um, we did have we finished the day on Matthias Schmeisser um, who was a fascinating guy really cool to meet him um, he's the, uh, the global head of TA at a company called Emnify. Yep. Um, and they're doing some really cool stuff. He's worked really hard on his personal brand as well. So he's, he's like got a really cool network. He's got some really good information and it's a, a really good podcast. So make sure you check that one out. Yeah. Amazing. Is it, his name constantly seems to come up in communities and yeah. references to stuff. He's just doing some really cool stuff in the TA scene. So we, we talk a little bit about that. Amazing. Really looking forward to that. So there you go. Catch it live. Done.